Welcome to Linda's Corner. My name is Linda Bjork. For today's episode, I will be sharing an excerpt from one of my books called You Got This, An Action Plan to Calm Fear, Anxiety, Worry, and Stress. With all the disturbing current events we're facing, people all around the world are experiencing overwhelmingly high levels of stress right now. I feel strongly about the need to help empower people to be resilient and able to handle their problems. You Got This is a thoroughly researched, easy-to-read, well-designed action plan to calm feelings of fear, anxiety, worry, and stress with a wide variety of proven cognitive behavioral therapy techniques that empower people to regain a sense of peace and control in their lives. You Got This will show you how to decrease stressors, increase coping skills, increase confidence, increase resilience, and find solutions to your problems. The book is available in paperback and ebook formats on Amazon. Today's excerpt highlights one of the many tools shared in the book. These tools are part of the section of the book called Daily Action Steps. If we want to make positive changes in our lives, then learning new information simply isn't enough. Change requires action. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but there is no other way. However, it doesn't have to be hard, overwhelming, or take a lot of time. Rather than expecting someone to completely overhaul their lives overnight, these action steps are broken down into small, bite-sized pieces that are simple and short so that they can be completed by real people who are living real lives. It's going to be okay. You got this. Today, we'll be looking for solutions to stressors related to work. Americans spend an average of 1,800 hours at work per year, totaling about 90,000 hours of work during their lifetime. Numerous studies show that job stress is by far the major source of stress for American adults, and it has escalated progressively over the past few decades. According to reports done by the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, about 80% of workers feel stress on the job, and nearly half say they need help in learning how to manage stress. 40% of workers reported that their job was very or extremely stressful. 25% view their jobs as the number one stressor in their lives. 75% of employees believe that workers have more on-the-job stress than they did a generation ago. 26% of workers said that they were often or very often burned out or stressed by their work. And finally, job stress is more strongly associated with health complaints than financial or family problems. In addition to all the tools we've been discussing on how to cope with stress, such as exercise, somatic quieting, and becoming aware of cognitive distortions, here are a few suggestions to reduce stress at work. First, clarify expectations. 
One factor that contributes to job burnout is unclear requirements. If you don't know what is expected, or the requirements keep changing with little notice, it adds to the stress load. If this is a problem at your work, it may be helpful to be proactive and talk with your supervisor. Ask for clarification of expectations and strategies for meeting them. This can relieve stress for both of you. Second, stay organized. Planning ahead and staying organized can greatly decrease stress at work. Being organized with your time means less rushing in the morning to avoid being late and rushing to get out at the end of the day. Keeping yourself organized means avoiding the negative effects of clutter and being more efficient with your work. One suggestion to improve organization is to write a simple to-do list of your top six priorities or tasks. By keeping it short, it seems doable, and prioritizing can help reduce the temptations to get sidetracked by less important things. Number three, get comfortable. Do what you can to ensure that you're working from a quiet, comfortable, and soothing workspace. Physical discomfort can greatly add to your stress. If an uncomfortable chair causes a sore back, then it's time to invest in a new chair. Simple environmental changes in terms of light, temperature, noise, and space, or privacy, can make a big difference in your comfort level. Number four, chunk. Don't multitask. Multitasking was once heralded as a fantastic way to maximize one's time and get more done in a day. However, research shows that speed and accuracy suffer with multitasking. Multitasking also leads to a stressful kind of frazzled feeling. A new approach is called chunking. Chunking is the concept of breaking up your day into larger chunks instead of reacting to constant interruptions. The more chunks of time you can devote to specific tasks, the fewer startup moments you will have, and your efficiency improves dramatically. Number five, strive for excellence. We've discussed previously the difference between striving for excellence and its counterfeit known as perfectionism. Perfectionism can be a huge factor in creating stress at work. Please choose to let go of perfectionistic tendencies at work and replace them with a healthier option of striving for excellence. Just do your best and then congratulate yourself for your efforts and your successes. Your results will actually be better and you'll be much less stressed at work. Number six, walk at lunch. We've discussed the importance and value of physical activity as a distressor. Taking a few moments to walk during a lunch break can help lift mood, clear stress, and increase creativity and productivity when you return. Number seven, avoid interpersonal conflict. The basic workload is enough stress without adding interpersonal conflict into the mix. Although that can be challenging, 
Here are a few tips that may help. Be kind, respectful, and considerate of coworkers. Don't participate in gossip. And steer clear of hot topics like politics, lifestyle, or religious differences. And, if possible, limit interaction with those coworkers who don't work well with others. Number eight, strengthen conflict resolution skills. Sometimes, despite our best efforts, conflict finds us anyway. If that happens, it's time to pull out your conflict resolution skills. Stay calm and respectful. Don't become defensive. Avoid blaming and interrupting. Become aware of your own automatic thoughts and look for cognitive distortions. Use neutral I statements rather than accusative you statements. For example, I think or I'm not feeling understood or I'm feeling disrespected by rather than you always or you never or you're such a type statements. Watch for cognitive distortions, including personalization, selective attention, mental filtering, fortune-telling, mind-reading, catastrophizing, overgeneralization, labeling, shooting and musting, emotional reasoning, magnification and minification, black and white, all or nothing, or perfectionist thinking. All of these distortions interfere with effective communication and conflict resolution. Number nine. Focus on the present. When we get frustrated with another person, it's tempting to bring up memories of past conflicts you've had with that person and add them to the current issue. This kitchen sinking approach escalates and encourages retaliation. It's like throwing gasoline on a fire, which is the opposite of conflict resolution. If someone uses this kitchen sink approach on you, Rather than continuing the escalation, you might say, let's focus on the issue at hand. Number 10. Use active listening. Sometimes we're so concerned about being heard, we forget to listen. You don't have to agree with that person, but you can try to understand where they're coming from. Oftentimes, when a person feels like you're listening, then they are more likely to listen to you as well. Even though you may not be able to solve your personal issues with the other person, you can definitely work on the tangible issues that interfere with cooperation in meeting goals. Number 11. Pay attention to nonverbal communication. Body language can tell you when someone is saying one thing, but they really mean something else. By being emotionally aware You can notice when someone's posture, gestures, or facial expressions differ from their words. Number 12. Take a vacation. According to a study released by the U.S. Travel Association, 55% of Americans did not use all their paid vacation time. In 2018, Americans left 768 million days vacation time unused. Taking a break from work can be like pressing a reset button. It can help people become more productive when they return to business. Number 13. 
what else? If you've done everything and you are still stressed by a toxic job or a toxic boss, then it might be time to step back and take a critical look at whether or not you need to find the courage to end a job and move on somewhere else. We have a friend who felt overwhelmed by his stressful job and the pressures that he felt in his Keep Up With The Joneses neighborhood. So he quit his job, moved across the country, and fulfilled his personal dream of owning a used bookstore. Remember, money isn't everything. You're allowed to prioritize happiness. I hope you have enjoyed this excerpt from my book, You Got This, An Action Plan to Calm Fear, Anxiety, Worry, and Stress. I feel strongly about the need to help empower people to be resilient and able to handle their problems, so I will continue sharing excerpts from the book in other episodes of Linda's Corner. In closing, I would like to share a quote from Diane Donovan, senior reviewer at Midwest Book Review. She says, This step-by-step approach makes for an accessible, easily digestible method of learning new ways. See you next time on Linda's Corner.